Hi, Sandy Mackey. Hey, uh, Curtis. Here with Conversations with Ask the Pool Guy. And Penny. And Penny hanging out here. Who you can't see. Uh, she might, might be able to. Here we go. So we just spent two days immersed in marketing, talking about marketing, talking about doing video, creating our certain way, which you guys probably know if you caught our last episode. So after an experience like that, I just always have so many thoughts and ideas kind of bumping around in my head because it's really an immersion in a couple days of marketing. And one of the reasons that we do it is of course for the people who come to help develop their certain way and another almost more important reason why we do it is because it focuses us each in on thinking about marketing for 48 hours straight like during the whole process that that whole new what's next what's happening for us and because because we're discovering as we're teaching our way we're discovering and discovering a new part of our way and I don't know if you noticed or not, but I wrote just doodles, scribbles, whatever, pages after pages after pages, that as you were talking, I would be scribbling something down. And it was just sort of that brain dump that let's just let some of that out, some of the ideas out, some of the words out. Some of it, I was just copying what people were saying, but it was like getting inside of me. And I think that that's really something that I know is working for us, that we're sharing our way with others in, in terms of helping them come along. They're going to do it their own way, but within within a framework of here's a system that we have that works. And by teaching them that, it absolutely reinforces what we're doing mm -hmm. and makes it stronger. And, and I know that's exactly where we're, we are at a point where there's another leap, another big bound, a, a huge a monumental jump that's going to happen for us here. And this is all kind of in that prep work, that getting the foundation ready for that whole next leap. And I see that's something that's going to flash like that. And and our world's going to change again really quick. So what direction do you think that leap is going to go for us? You know, I, I don't entirely know. I, I can speculate on this or that and, and national audience and all that stuff that has happened with Ask the Pool Guy and, and all of that. But I think it has more to do with in terms of projects, in terms of scope, in terms of style of what we do, I think we're going to pull some attention from people we never would have imagined are, number one, quirky and interesting and willing to do something like ours. You know, we, we have this issue that we talk about at length around our people that we tend to avoid customers that are very ego-driven that tend to be, yeah, I'm really rich and I'm really, you know, we don't want to know that. But I think what's going to happen, and here's the prediction for me, is at least in this part, we have the whole franchise and there's all of that. That's that's secondary to what I, where I've been going, where I've been thinking. But I think what's going to happen is our audience, specifically that want us to work for them, is going to take another leap in terms of, not necessarily finances, but in terms of public uh, awareness, uh, fame, all that same stuff that we don't want to work. And I would never in my wildest imagination think I want to work with just every celebrity in the world. Not at all. But I think what we're going to be surprised is we're going to find some very high profile celebrities. Well, we're not going to find them. They're going to find us. Very high profile celebrities that really want the 
absolute unique, the absolute extreme, the absolute go and, and be eccentric and be fun and do what you want. Because we know an awful lot of them follow the same path as everyone else. And they go, oh, we got to have a basic, you know, most of our basic, ugly, boring pools, and that's their thing. But we're going to find a couple of those high-profile celebrities, and, and they may be around here and they may not be, but they're going to say, again, the, zero, the budget question is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much it costs. doesn't matter how long it takes. I want you to create. That's going to be the quantum leap because that's going to take us with that next step beyond worrying about any of that stuff. And it'll just allow, I know for me, what it'll allow me to do is to just go out and do my thing. Find cool stuff, use cool stuff, never have to question how much stuff costs or what they're going to want or not want or what they're going to like. They're doing this purely give me autonomy to just create for them. That will happen much sooner than I think I even anticipate. Awesome. Mm -hmm. One of the themes from the boot camp was also starting with you in the center and your why and with what makes you happy. And I think that was a major aha for a lot of people right. who were trying to determine who their target audience would be, who would be willing to work with them, and then kind of wrap their offering into a package based on what they thought the market would be looking for instead of really what we've done which is define what we want to present provide. to the world mm -hmm. and to provide and then have that be the message and people find us so I know it always hasn't been the case for you I know when you started it was reversed and then through your life experiences and through how we've grown as a company we've come to the core of what makes us happy and the kinds of projects that would make us happy and we talk about that a lot more so I guess just for the sake of the audience that I know pays attention to us if somebody is looking at us and they're saying that's nice I mean I can see how you can do that but I'm not ready I'm not quite there I don't know I would love for that to work for me but I don't know that it could what kind of advice or thought process could they start to go through to feel the same way that you do? How could you explain that? I think there's just a few basic things. They're not easy, but they're really basic things. And, and the first one, we talked at length about that target audience, and you, 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 you stepped right around it just now in talking about so many people try to figure out the target audience, and then and then how can my offering work with that, that, that audience, and you know how do I provide what they want? And that's very much what we've been trained to do. But I think walking, kind of dancing around that a little bit more is when we become confident enough in our what we do and what we are passionate about and what we love to do, we define what we want to do and then we find the audience for it instead of defining the audience. And I, and I would imagine as we sat there and we went through that, that, that process of defining the audience and helping figure out the target. I imagine an awful lot of people in their room were thinking, well I gotta have a guy with money and this guy's gonna want this and it was all money based. It was all sort of, well my target audience has to make this much money because I, I need I need that money from them. And it's that, that point of desperation almost that allows the market to push the, com the, you know, the company versus the company deciding what the market should be. And so much of that is dollar-based. You know, everyone thinking, well, I would like them because they would buy my service. Everyone's worrying about someone buying their service versus 
I want to provide this thing that gives me so much joy and the oh by the way it's this gift that I'm giving to them and by the way they hand me cash coming back and that was something I was trying to really impress late yesterday was what we're doing is a gift whatever whatever you're selling whatever your process whatever your business is it's got some long-term effect in those people's lives otherwise you wouldn't be doing it now I can see if you're a law if you're a commodity product guy who makes toilet paper it still has long-term effects because what you do today to keep yourself clean helps you tomorrow, but it's it's more disconnected. But for any small business that's really intimately involved with people and other businesses, you can really look long-term. That's what I was doing. They're trying to share with them that when I view and I'm involved in this construction and this process, I'm giving that period of my life as a gift. Because at some point, I could have had that time to do something else and I didn't. That was a choice I made. Now it could be because of money, because of work, because of whatever, but it's the choice that I made. And when we can get people to think from that perspective, they can now look at themselves and go, what do I want to offer? And then let, let the customer work into my paradigm versus me trying to squeeze myself into everybody else's life. Why don't I create the life that I want and see if they'll fit into it? So I think that's the, kind of the first distinction that we all have that choice. Most of us don't take that choice because we, out of fear, the the big fear, and I was I was really appreciative of Katie sharing the story, about me sitting in the truck with her saying, mm -hmm. if I say no. Is are you willing, to go without food if I say no to something, and and that's kind of what it had to get to to me is I had to break it down just into the bare basics of of what I'd be willing to live under the bridge in a cardboard box and would I be willing to bring my family there based on saying no to something that I didn't didn't really make my heart sing and I was glad that she brought that up because obviously she got it she figured out what I was trying to say and she also mentioned that we never went a day without eating whenever anything but those you know you those scary your deepest fear about it, it, it very much so and yeah. in that case I was sharing it with her but we did in fact front and center decide no we're not doing some stuff and once we did that that changed everything for us as well and I think it's probably because number one now there was space open for that really cool project and that really cool customer that really cool and and the project is important for us with what we do the project's important but you know what the project is really secondary to the customer and if we focus on the project, if we focus on that thing that we do, we lose the essence of, of who it's for. But if we focus on the customer and go, this is about them, and this is about our relationship and the experience with them, and by the way, we build them a pool. And again, that's one of those subtle flips that has that. It doesn't have to happen. I suppose a lot of people never do that. But it makes it a lot yummier. It makes it a lot more fun. It makes it a lot more engaging. So, do those answer some of that question you were? It does. Okay, because I get lost in all of that because I get so excited about it that I want to make sure that I yeah, answered absolutely. some of what you're thinking. Okay. So, a few of the people that we spent time with over the last couple of days are an author who's writing a fiction novel, which will be super when it comes out, um, a couple of women who are starting a nature sanctuary, inner wisdom sanctuary in Maine, which is great. Uh, home builder and custom kitchen expert, steampunk, airships, and reclaimed 
material artist, which I think he had a great aha too, because I know he's been worried, and maybe some pool people would feel the same way, that you don't want to pigeonhole yourself a little too mm -hmm. much in one mm -hmm. specific genre or style of building or, or anything else. And I love the aha that Dr. Steampunk had, which he kind of owned the steampunk genre for now. And it, as it came down to for him, his new mantra is, I love to make shit and I want you to have it. And that is one of the most brilliant things that applies in a lot of cases. And, and, and certainly in my in case. In your case, yeah. you build shit. And, and I want, want someone to have it. To have it yeah. And enjoy it and love yeah. it and things like that. So simplifying a message down to what makes you happy and at the core of him, that makes him happy. And his work happens to be steampunk airships and things made out of recycled and reclaimed materials put together in new artistic ways, which is very similar to your art, which happens it's to be concrete and wood and stone stuff. and things like that with reclaimed accents all over. So we really, when you get to the core of what you do, I know we've talked about this back in the past, we're a marketing company who happens to build pools. Dr. Steampunk now is a marketing company that does airships really and cool things thing. like that. And the, the writer, she's a marketer who happens to write books. And marketing has been overused in the advertising industry. Mm -hmm. And marketing, as I have come to define it, is sharing your certain way with the world. And your certain way comes from that thing that makes you happy. So those are a couple of really cool ahas that I just had that I think brought kind of that marketing message, the the origin of marketing became so much clearer to me over the last couple of days based on those. Well, and it's that that's sharing a certain way, but doing it in story form, mm -hmm. doing it in, in using words, because unfortunately we have to use words and images, and not, not unfortunately, but it's it's easiest to use words to create and form images and yet we know that the words never really get the essence of it. They get us close but they don't get us right there with how we feel. Which is why you mm -hmm. use your words to explain it in as many, many ways, ways as you can. Mm -hmm. And yeah, a lot of the marketing and sharing your certain way we emphasize it's gotta be blogging, you've gotta put content, 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 storytelling, certain way sharing out just about every day. Mm -hmm. You've got to use photos and you've got to use videos and once you say it one way then you've got to do it again which is why even in some of these podcasts you'll probably hear us saying the same thing over and over again mm -hmm. and saying it in a, in a different way. Mm -hmm. You know another fun thing that happened was we have a marketing club of course that many of you know that we meet with on Tuesday nights here at our office in Brighton and We've had people in this boot camp that came to boot camp before with us and some people were concerned that it was going to be the, the same, same message stuff. and mm -hmm. it was going to be dull and I know that people become familiar with what we talk about and yet there were such new ahas mm -hmm. so it's not and I think Donna in class had even said it you know I knew a lot of this stuff yet the way that you made us think about it through mm -hmm. the way that we went through it like opened up whole new opportunities and new insights. Well, if, if you really pay attention, and I know you mentioned several of the members that, that, that were there, several of the people, there were, I don't know, another half a dozen businesses represented doing a lot of different things. And it was a really diverse crowd of 
what people do. But I know that ultimately your and I intent had less to do with marketing and more to do with personal growth. That if we could take each of these companies and these individual people and help them understand themselves better and really understand the why they do what they do, that the marketing part could be easy because it's mm -hmm. just telling your story and telling it enough that it's good enough that people share it. Mm -hmm. and. So witnessing all of those different businesses and, and you know people with all different personalities because different businesses really require different personalities and some being physical things, some being you know artistic things, some you know everyone there was there was such a variety of types of customers and levels of what they sell. So we sell a very high dollar item compared you know compared to somebody who's who's doing some of the other things which are very low dollar incremental things mm -hmm. and yet the process is the same it's really getting to understand the core and the essence of who we are mm -hmm. you know and you even think about John the entertainer who you know part of you know him being there was he there, there's so much more that he has to offer that he just doesn't know how to share with the world until he creates that story and it's it's fun to be along in that journey with people and watch them starting to witness how well the stories work. And sometimes it is really simple activities that make the most difference. I know John had said, you know, sometimes his wife asks him, well, what do you do at Marketing Club or why are you going to spend two days with them? And John said almost flippantly and he was joking about it, you know, they everybody had workbook binders to work in and he said, we circled words on paper. And it was amazing, and that was his favorite part. And it was such a simple exercise, yet it really, when you're starting kind of with that inner message that you want to get out, it's a fun discovery of what can happen. And sometimes it's hard to explain to people just how fun that marketing discovery can be, and yet it's, it's so cool. Well, when we had them do that and boil down all these really cool, yummy words down to just those essence of, the, of what they wanted to be, Pauline was the one that made the made the notice the point that when we all shared our words, the word magical showed up more often than not as one of those final three words out of how many words were there a couple hundred or yeah. you know a couple hundred really good juicy words that you could use to describe yourself yeah. and they all boil down to we all all were a little different but a common thread through that was magical and when you think about that you realize when we do have our business and do our business and we're doing something. We love that part of it. We want it to be magical because it feels good to just feel good. Yeah. You know, it, 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 we all can go back to that magical time as a child when something felt like magic and it just felt so good. And that's kind of what we're all seeking in life. And we wrap it around money and cars and houses and vacation. And all these little things really kind of get back to that point of just wanting to be a starry, wide-eyed, wide magical kid looking at the world in such awe. And what if we could just every morning wake up and look at the world with that kind of awe? We wouldn't have any of the problems that we have as a society. We wouldn't have any issues in our lives because we could be that open and that magical. And uh, so that word exercise was a really cool, a really cool way of transferring people down to the, getting them to that, that essence of what it is. And, and those, the, the final words are so simple. They weren't, I want to be powerful. They weren't, I want to be well known. Yeah. There was there was none of those ego words. It was all like this, 
I want to just feel great. I want it to be yummy. I want it to be, you know, all I that stuff. I want to be inspiring. I want to be inspiring. I want to, and yeah. all feel of those Feel magical. Words. Create that mm -hmm. for people. Mm -hmm. yeah. In, in a, a wide variety of different businesses that all boil down to just these few words. And if we could focus everybody that way and say, look, that's really all you're after. You know, we, we all have crap that happens. And, you know, I shared more of my story than I probably ever have. And, you know, I get the same crap as everybody else and I've been through all kinds of stuff and I'm choosing to allow that to impact my life and, and be a part of moving into my future or I'm just letting it be what it was as the experience that it was. But so many of us take that experience and we, we like put it way up in our future and we store it there so that we can live into it. Like, remember, I can't do that again. And instead you go, just something that happened, set it aside and stand up and go again and keep going and so it is kind of fun to, to witness people do having that transformation and and hopefully knowing that the impact was strong on me and i know that i come away with so much as a result of doing that and doing it is for that is, is to create that longing in me to be something better and to do more but then also be able to witness other people doing it and i think mm -hmm. that's uh it's a pretty spectacular feeling yeah and it also puts us in a really unique position that we are a pool company that's not really a pool company. Uh -huh. We're a marketing company that shares our marketing ideas. And by the way, we happen to build really kick-ass fun yeah, swimming pools. Swimming yeah. pools. Yep. Yeah. So I just want to say you're welcome to everybody who heard the cell phone ringing and <laughs> went to check your phone twice during this podcast. That's, you know, Par we, for the whatever. we Why have to the, please. You're welcome. Yep. <laughs> the dogs bark and the caravan moves on, so you just got to keep going with it. You got it. Yeah. So I do want to talk just, I was thinking I'll just tease people and save this for next time, but I want to talk a little bit about the stuff too, because in our marketing tic-tac-toe board, those of you who are familiar with it, you know that we have nine quadrants, and one of them happens to be the stuff, and one of the most fun things for me is that stuff square, because I love like creating and inventing new and fun things. And that was something else too, if you're struggling with stuff, like, so you're marketing and you're sharing your message and then you're like, well, I need business cards or I need brochures or I need stuff like that. We had such fun conversations about how the steampunk artists could create little cardboard cutout airships on popsicle sticks and make those his business cards instead of doing business cards. So people could have those and they could like put them up against the sky and they could take photos with their cell phones or about that. when they're that traveling or wherever. And things like yeah. that, which is amazing. Plus he could engage with people then on his page by having them, you know, where in the world is the Dr. Steampunk airship? That's so cool. And then Inner Wisdom Sanctuary is like a nature paradise where people can go and explore and unwind and unplug from the world and things like that. And I said, yeah, don't go print business cards, mm -hmm. you know, go out in the woods and get a cedar branch and get some parchment paper and tuck it in between there and tie it with twine and just have your website or have your phone number Something on there on so people can come and book time with you or even rocks, which are plentiful, you know, get rocks and either carve the word breathe or inspire in it and then just put your website or put your phone number. You can use a Sharpie marker for that. Mm -hmm. Just make your stuff 
just resonate with that message of magic and excitement and and three cool dimensions yeah and sensation and feeling and emotion and that's what the yeah. weight of a rock is something you feel or the smell of the cedar mm -hmm. bough as you open up the parchment or any of those you're engaging people in a whole other way or the kitchen artist he could do you know tape measures but that's kind of construction normal mm -hmm. or he could do wooden spoons or he could do measuring cups something you know you get business cards and then you file them away but you get a piece of art that is the energy signature business card of somebody and it goes on a shelf and you well, look at it all the time. I think what happens with business cards though and, and think about kind of our past of networking and, and going to fa functions and events it's this volume business you want to get a lot of cards out there and so you buy them in packs of 500. How long should 500 cards last? I would imagine a lifetime but no, that's something that you're trained to give to everybody and give to everybody, which means nothing. And yet, you buy 500 of them because that's how they're sold. And then guess what? You save money if you buy 1,000. You get a discount, so now you have 1,000 of these things that no one really wants. What if you took that same amount of energy and you put it into just a few cool little things? And mm -hmm. sure, the marketing costs more because incrementally, per one of these things, but you, you would never go and carve 500 rocks. No but you'd carve 10 or yeah. 20 yeah. and and that would send you down a whole nother road which by the time you did 20 and you handed 20 of them out then you'd either know how well they're received or not and you would do something else or then do more versus let's go pre-make a thousand cards because it's or, you know a, a thousand rocks because it's cheaper than 500 but it's that mentality it's that push 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 more 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 get as much as you can grab it get it you know it's the american way to be greedy and get and you know it's just not true and that's that's a part that I can't even express enough w when we're in these groups of how what's happened with our marketing is it allowed us to spend money on people, yeah. stuff that matters, something stuff that means something, not something that just gets thrown away. And sure, you can buy a thousand cards and Mazu just throw them all away, or you could do something a little special for someone that just means more and it's impactful. And and I like living life that way, not mm -hmm. based on is it a three cent decision or you know 20 cent decision but versus how how impactful can this thing be yeah so, so. that's a good note to end on it's a good note yeah. so until next time we appreciate you and you're awesome amen to that we're very grateful